So it is time. To the Jedi Order to end. Time it is. <laughs> For you to look past a pile of old books. The sacred Jedi texts. Oh, read them, have you? Well, I mean, page turners, they were not. Yes, yes, yes. Wisdom they held, but that library contained nothing that the girl Ray does not already possess. Hmm. Skywalker. Still looking to the horizon. Never here. Now. Hmm? The need in front of your nose. Hmm. I was weak. Unwise. Lost Ben Solo. You did. Lose Ray. We must not. I can't be what she needs me to be. Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery. Hmm. But weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 farms. Hey guys, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Kristen. And I'm Danny. And we have a. I think it's going to be a pretty full show oh, um, today. Um, we, If you've been following us, um, through our rewatch of Star Wars movies, you would know that we actually just finished up The Last Jedi mm-hmm. um, rewatch. And we are eager to talk about it. We, we are. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we're going to try to keep it as positive as we can, but we are going to talk about some of the things we don't like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the things that we love. Exactly. Because there's, there's some love and some. Um, it's really challenging dislikes. you as a Star Wars fan, I think. It does. It has. <laughs> yes. Um, but we'll we'll talk about it. We'll get Absolutely. there with our we'll main event. Um, yeah. But first, we actually want to talk about um, some new stuff happening in Battlefront, too, actually. Attention! This is Commander Poe Dameron of the Republic Fleet. I have an urgent communique for General Hugs. You'll notice that over the last, like, month or two, they've been throwing out some really cool updates for us. Yes, we're um, in the Clone War season. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, it makes my heart so happy because, yeah. honestly, Clone Wars is my favorite show. Absolutely. Um, so they're throwing in a lot, lot of cool... Um, I don't want to say costume, but a lot of cool uh, appearances. Appearances, okay, yeah. cool. I'll take it. Skins appearances. Skins yeah. appearances. Um, and we just actually got uh, a couple new ones. So take it away, Danny. Yeah. So the first two, well, actually the two skins uh, appearances that come out uh, that came out with this uh, newest update are the ninety first recon core, um, which many of you may know is Mace Windu's squad. Uh, from the Clone Wars, uh, they re- first appeared in Revenge of the Sith. They are led by Commander CC8826, or otherwise known as Neo. Okay. I-, I wonder if he has like an album dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> he was the he was the musically talented commander. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we have that skin as well as one that I'm actually extremely excited about, and also kind of have a little issue with um, the 104th, which is you guys all know the Wolfpack Battalion. Uh, led by Plo Koon and Commander Wolf. Uh, so that one has come out. I love that skin. It looks amazing. My issue is that there is only one version of said skin. And it's the way that Commander Wolf looks. 
So there's no like variation like the wolf pack actually has. And for whatever reason, they all look like Commander Wolf. And so well, I get it. But at the same time, like, just give me Commander Wolf. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll follow, though. I mean, they're still bringing out a bunch of updates. Are, um, and are. we're going to get a lot more um, over the next four months. Yeah. I think uh, three or four months. Yeah, up until December, I think, is the last content as of now uh, on what they're calling the little roadmap. Um, and so that's the last thing that should be coming out for Clone Wars. I'm sure they'll continue past that, though. Yeah, so um, hopefully we'll see some updates like that roll mm-hmm. around. Which, and another thing cool is, is that I noticed in this, uh, in the patch notes that they released and everything, uh, they were talking about how um, with the skins that they um, originally had uh, released, the uh, I think it was the 327th Star Corps, the one that was like a, a yellow and weird kind of look. Yeah. I mean, it looked cool, but at the same time it was really odd. Like, it was. those colors should probably not be together kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were talking about how they got a lot of comments about accuracy um, and how that clone was not accurate to the Star Corps uh, and different things oh. like that. Um, and so what they're going to be focusing on coming to the future and even considering it in these two skins that they just released is is looking for more accuracy. The the working closely with Lucasfilm to make sure that the actual design is more than just a paint design, that it actually is like armor wise and everything. Because you know you have some like Commander Wolf being an example. He has a different helmet than the rest of the Wolf Pack. Like completely mm-hmm. different style helmet. No one has his kind of helmet. Right. And so kind of stuff like that I think is what they're gonna be looking toward, which I think will add a little bit of value to it too. Um it kind of says we care kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just happy that we're getting as many updates as we are here recently. Oh, Because um, I feel like we went through that little dry You're spell. You're just happy to be here. <laughs> I am happy to be here, as always. <laughs> um, I mean, but I am. We're getting a lot of good updates. And um, mm-hmm. Battlefront, honestly, is probably one of my top games at the moment. It's one I really enjoy I playing. It. Yeah, it's really fun. And I think if they keep throwing these updates out here like they are, mm-hmm. it's going to continue to be a fun game because they're just going to keep adding in yep. new content. And that's... That's just, you know, it's going to just keep it up, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess where I was going with that, though, um, is how, I mean, uh, I understand wanting to be accurate, but at the same time, I feel like mm-hmm. there's so many clones. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. to throw a couple out there that may technically not really be anybody's, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, shouldn't really make a difference, but I could understand, like, obviously, if you throw Rex out there, and he's, like, green. Um <laughs> <laughs> That could be a problem. Right, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, I mean, I don't think you have to make every single one of them mm-hmm. super accurate. Um, so maybe that's one reason they haven't released anything else with Wolfpack. Maybe they wanted to it's possible. slow the roll and make sure they weren't going to throw out a bunch of incorrect Like, actually clones. have a vari- variation of the Wolfpack. Right. And stuff like that. So, and so maybe that's something they couldn't deliver in time. So they just threw out yeah. Wolf because they knew... Well, and that's actually something that they mentioned is that they they didn't want to delay the skins coming out, so they went ahead and released them as they are, and they're working on it for October's patch, which, by the way, contains General General Grievous. Ooh, General Grievous. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, but I I, I don't know. Personally, (laughs) personally, I think that it's kind of cool that they're they're listening to that stuff. I mean, as much crap as they got at the very beginning of everything, gosh, um, which I mean. A lot of it was warranted, but they fix a lot of stuff. It's a very fun game to play. It is. Um, it's not broken anymore. There's still improvements that need to be made, but the, what schools are still making those improvements. Right. And they're making it happen for the people still playing. Uh, and we enjoy the game. Yeah. 
So uh, we, we've been streaming it every once in a while and everything. So we, we need to we need to pick that back up. I think, especially with these new skins. We'll try. Uh, <laughs> show off our our new digs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just think it's cool that they're kind of giving that attention to detail because I mean it's important with Star Wars. Um, another thing though that came out in the uh, patch notes was a squad system update. So they've Ooh. been talking about the squad system for a while. Um, and it kind of, to me, if I remember correctly, it sounds like the original, uh, Battlefront, Battlefront 2 from the PlayStation 2 version. Okay. Like original, original, where you actually OG. have, yeah, <laughs> you have, uh, a, a team that you spawn in with and you can pick where you're spawning with the team. So essentially what this squad system does. Like Fortnite. <laughs> you know i hadn't heard about you talk about that game in a while and i completely forgot about it <laughs> it's a game that just makes you angry so it makes me so angry <laughs> it, it, that would be my surefire way to the dark side just playing fortnite <laughs> oh, you're right um but with the squad system they're basically what it's going to do is if you have friends that you're playing with mm-hmm. it'll permanently put you with your friends like you're you're Friends will won't be spawned differently because, like as it as it was before, you'd die. You'd come in with a whole new group. Right now, you have your team and your squad, which so would even be if cool you're the be- only one that dies, you can still spawn with like your team right. that, instead of spawning with like three other. Yeah, random so they're people. gonna have a they they have a spectator camera where we, if your other team's alive and stuff like that, you can choose who you want to spawn with Yay! and next to and everything, which is I think is really cool. It kind of puts a lot more of the social kind of part to it and everything. And just thought about this, gives you more of a wolf pack kind of feel. It does. Um, so. I, so now I can actually be friends with the person that we and him sit there and go, kaboom, back and forth. <laughs> kaboom. <laughs> Y'all, I could go on all day. Like, if you're ever one of those people that likes to use the little um, the emotes, the emotes yeah. I'm so that person. I'll go up to you and just be like, kaboom or something you are the chosen one or like any of it it's so funny i've had conversations with people on there about it and we were actually like watching each other's back it was so funny and then vader came around the corner and he was like and he died or no it was me it was me that died he came over my body he was like you are the chosen one (laughs) (laughs) best day of my life this absolutely happens every time she plays (laughs) it does i can't help it i'm that person (laughs) but yeah so funny oh definitely (laughs) <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do. Like I'm gonna be in friends with all the people that like emote, and they're probably like 12 year olds, honestly. But I don't even care. I don't even they're care. Fun. They're fun. Fun 12 year olds. That's who they are. They are fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But that's all the news that we have for Battlefront 2 and everything. So both of us, I know, are eager to get to play into it. Um. Very excited. Uh, oh, we need wow. to get that at least 104th Battalion. We, oh we need yeah. The wolf pack. Oh yeah, most definitely. And we need to start saving up for Mr. Grievous. Oh. He's coming. We have plenty of time. Only a couple more weeks. October, man. That's when that's coming out. Have you checked our credits? <laughs> we haven't spent like anything in a while. <laughs> Republic credits will do fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so cool. So I don't have any other news. Kristen, did you have anything before we get into our main topic? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't. It's cool. all for me. So so if you're ready, I think we can go ahead and dive in. So Kristen, what is our main topic today? Today, a brand new card. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the way I said I did, today. I did come at it with kind of a Bob Barker kind of. I know. <laughs> Kristen, what's behind door number two? <laughs> well, Bob, 
<laughs> Kyler rinse tantrum. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Um, but as I said earlier, yes. um, we actually continuing our rewatch. So today we're actually talking about the last Jedi. And now our feature presentation. Say, subsequently at the same time, depending <laughs> right. on who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> um, so, so I want to go ahead and dive in with this. Yeah. And I want your impressions. Because it's been kind of mixed between the both of us. It has. So we just rewatched it, literally finished watching it maybe 10, 15 minutes ago. What is your impression right now, leaving it that soon? Uh. <laughs> Do you want my honest opinion? I want your honest opinion. So, don't hate me. <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm just gonna say this beforehand too that even though right now, in this very moment, The Last Jedi may not be my favorite movie right now, mm-hmm. but I am optimistic, and I do have hope. That episode nine will bring it all together Mm -hmm. and it all makes sense because I could imagine being like back when all the other movies came out and I mean, it's not like that was like the dark ages or something (laughs) like caveman, (laughs) (laughs) my bad, but I could imagine being, um, being the people that got to experience the first few movies and watching like freaking, I don't know, Empire Strikes Back or something Mm -hmm. and I mean, did any of those movies end, you know, like you thought they should have? You know what I mean? Like, right. So I'm just holding out for the next movie. Mm-hmm. And I really, I can give you a really good, like, what I think about it. Well, but And I think it's interesting that you brought up Empire. Um, uh-huh. Because I think that was one thing that I heard the most back when Last Jedi first came out was it was nothing like Empire. Nothing like Empire and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. And everybody was going through talking about how amazing Empire was and stuff like that. Well, I mean, if you think about it. So, if you have Empire without Return of the Jedi, is Empire as good, you know? Right. If you don't know what's happening, like, it leaves you on all these cliffhangers, and yes, it's a huge twist, it's crazy, but at the same time, you're like, huh? Right, and I mean, I <laughs> honestly... I can imagine how many bad reviews it may have gotten back then. Right, know? and I can honestly kind of testament to that, because Danny tried to start me off on one of the craziest movies. I don't even know what it was now. Which one was it? Was it Empire? No, I started you off on uh, Phantom Menace. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, what the heck is this? Why am I watching this? Okay. Well, same thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to get through Back all then the- Back you were. Well, yeah. And now I'm okay because I have an interest in rewatching all of them. Mm. But as just starting out, like, you can't just watch one movie and be like, oh, that's great. I have all the answers. Like, woohoo. Right. Like, you have to watch them all. Mm-hmm. There's still no one coming out. So we're just gonna have to see what happens. Absolutely, simple as that. Um, but first impressions. If you wanted me to put it on a scale for you, I would say it's a five out of ten. Okay. So I like to say it's about halfway because I don't think the movie's awful. I don't. Okay. It definitely has um its moments where it's very like cheesy. There's some <laughs> people that make some really stupid faces I don't like. Uh, <laughs> that may just be me being petty. <laughs> Unsure yet, I'll get back to you. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's, it's just... And I kind of said this earlier, and we kind of had to pause it and talk about it, because mm-hmm. 
it was just kind of bothering me. And I told you, I don't, I don't know. To me, the movie, it doesn't seem very well written. It seems very scattered to me. Okay. How so? Like, I don't know the plot of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just not a, like a steady, like, point A to point B, mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, you think about the whole thing of it. It's like, yeah, we start out trying to leave um, the rebel base. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, we got to the rebel base. And now we're leaving again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, when you think about the beginning and the end, it makes sense. But everything in the middle to me, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm, at a, like, a story standpoint, I guess, like, some parts of it make sense. But there's just little small details just here and there. That's just kind of like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Why do what? Well, and I don't think that you're alone in that at all. Um, huh? Because I mean, obviously, a lot of people are still very angry about that movie. <laughs> um, I'd actually put something out on uh, Instagram asking you guys about your favorite and least favorite. Uh, got some pretty visceral reactions. <laughs> you guys kept it civil though, and I really appreciate that because uh, Last Jedi conversations can turn nasty very quick. They can. Uh, even had a podcast friend of ours uh, wish us luck on it. <laughs> So thanks, Todd. <laughs> thanks, Todd. Uh, but like, it, I understand a lot of where that's coming from. Um, to me, I wouldn't say that Last Jedi is my favorite. Also, again, though, just like you said, it's like judging the middle of a book. Right. It's not finished. It's not a complete story, so you can't accurately judge the middle of a trilogy. Right. Like it's gonna be what it is. Um, as far as where you were talking about scattered, I did feel like it. It felt like different episodes i remember thinking the first time i watched it that it felt like a a series of like rebels yeah uh the rebels episodes and everything where each one was a different adventure i would and they all came to a point at the very end right kind of thing like that it's almost like an arc yeah and it's got so many different little like here's and there's like it was more it it felt like it was more so designed in like a tv format rather than an overall movie so it kind of felt a little weird um, second time I watched it, because the first time I really wasn't sure what I thought about it. No, I wasn't I either. was just kind of like, huh, uh, what did I just watch? What's right. going on? <laughs> um, the second time I watched it, though, I did enjoy it. Um, and I don't know why that is. I've heard so many people say that, and it's almost like you know what you're expecting, so you can kind of better un- better get it. Because, as we said before, expectations are an enemy of a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I mean, because when you get big expectations and you're like, man, this is going to happen and Luke's going to go ham with his green lightsaber and use the force on everybody and all this other kind of stuff. And then he comes in as grumpy old Luke, get off my lawn. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I mean, I could see where that hurts a little bit. Um, at the see, same time, though, go ahead. And, sorry, that's what I want to talk about too is mm-hmm. uh, grumpy Luke because the last time we see Luke mm-hmm. is. Um, when he, oh, so when he buries his father? Mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi on Endor. And I think the thing that gets me, um, is like, I don't know, I feel like in those moments when Luke goes to that battle with his father and with, um, Palpatine, mm-hmm. he seems so proud of himself. You know what I mean? Like, he seems so proud. And he's like, no, I'm resisting the dark side. That's not what I'm going to do. You know, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he just seems so sure. And he's like a the strong person. And then to turn around and see someone who's just like mean and grumpy. It's like, it's like it wasn't Luke. So let's talk about Luke. 
because I, I do have many, many thoughts on Luke. Because in all honesty, I, I get Luke in The Last Jedi. I understand why he's that way. And it didn't I mean, bother I do me. too. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Well, and that's the thing is, I don't think it was there f- to be liked. I don't care. To be like, okay, well, yeah, that's my Luke or anything like that. But you've got to understand from Return of the Jedi. Not to- my Luke! <laughs> from Return of the Jedi to The Last Jedi, you're looking at 30 years plus Ugh. between the movies. A lot can happen. And he even goes through to talk about how in his hubris, in his pride, he was like, I'm, I'm Jedi Master. I can take on anything. There's balance in the Force now. I brought balance to the Force because I saved my dad. I did all this kind of stuff. I did. I did. And all these legends were about him. And he was blown up bigger than life and all this other kind of stuff. And so when he realized that his nephew was Force-sensitive, was very powerful in the Force, all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I can train that boy. I can do anything because I'm Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. And he takes his students, all this other kind of stuff. But it was almost the way I interpreted it when we finally got the real side of the story of what happened between him and Ben was that it when what he saw in Ben scared him and he wasn't willing to take the chance on losing everything that had been built and going back to those dark times and potentially losing someone close to him because Leia trusted him. You know what I mean? So he would rather have to explain to her that he killed well, no, his no, no. nephew. Well, that's the thing is so no it, fear does crazy. Uh, fear causes people to do crazy things, and he even says in a in a I mean, very it, much it happened aware, like cause... a fleeting moment, and then there was the shame because literally it was just in the moment he was like, oh my god, I've got to stop this. I got to stop this for the good of the galaxy. Lights his lightsaber, and he's like, this is my nephew. Leia trusted me with her son, and. That's where that shame happens. Like, come on. Like, because he was endless hope in Return of the Jedi. He never gave up on the most evil man in the galaxy, his own father. But he was willing to turn on his nephew. And so it was it was a moment of fear. And it clouded his judgment, as fear does. And Foggy. <laughs> he had a foggy mind. <laughs> um, and, uh, and at that point, I feel like that's it was just that one mistake. But, I mean, Ben may have already been on that path. He just had an excuse to start it. You you never know. Like, I mean, it's it's a a whole game of what-ifs. And that's what a lot of this movie is, especially when Ray and Kylo both see each other's future. And they're like, I see the moment when you'll turn. No, I see the moment when you'll turn. And then both of them turn, but neither one of them turn the way that they want them to turn. (laughs) So. I mean. Okay. (laughs) I totally see your point because you just made me when you said um, something about Ben, you know, just needing a reason. Mm-hmm. You it totally just threw me back to Anakin and how like he he pretty, he was kind of resisting it mm-hmm. in a way up until it looks like the Jedi turned on uh, Chancellor Palpatine, mm-hmm. and that's when everything kind of broke loose. And that's when he was like, "No," mm-hmm. and then he turned to the dark side, right? So. And that's the thing is that was, you know, we haven't learned much about um, Snoke or really how he's been able to manipulate um, Ben, Mm -hmm. Kylo. But But he's definitely got his fangs in. He does. And so Mm -hmm. that's that's what I'm really interested in seeing. Like I said, I think once this next movie comes out, everything will just come together and I'll just be like, 
Oh. <laughs> okay, I get it. But right, right now, it's just like all these holes. Mm-hmm. And, and well, it's an unfinished story. It is. Yeah. I don't like holes. <laughs> yeah. It makes people angry. <laughs> It does. It absolutely does. It makes me a little angry. Venture into Twitter. It does. Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I, I do see that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. And you're right. It has been a lot of years between um, Empire? Or is it Empire? Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Ha. It's been a lot of years since um, Return of the Jedi um, when we last saw Luke mm-hmm. to um, the f- last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You're right. Those almost got me though, because <laughs> they both have Jedi in them, and I was yeah. like, "Wait a second. <laughs> I said them backwards. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's several years in between those, so I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens, a lot of stuff that goes on that causes Luke to um sway. And at the same time, you got to think this. He is technically at this point, other than Ray, but before this, he was the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to train up a whole new little system of Jedi's to. Mm-hmm. Keep the balance, I guess, after he dies or something. But see, that's what I'm wondering because he even mentions in the movie that for a period there was balance. So maybe it was to continue the balance past that. I'm not sure. Um, another thing, though, I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry to just shift gears there for a second, but um, another thing that I felt felt was interesting was uh, Ben. So you know how he said that. Uh, ben, I mean, Ben left, or when he had, when he become conscious again after Ben tore the roof down. Yeah, he left with a handful of his students. Yes. So, to me, that feels like Ben had already been working that angle of finding a reason to push those students to that point. You know. Well, maybe not though. I mean. All he really had to go out there and say was, oh, my gosh, Luke just tried to kill me, his mm-hmm. own nephew. And he could have spun it to something crazy um, so they didn't because know they he knew I was becoming for. stronger than okay. him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he could have went out there and said something crazy. I mean, he, he's a liar. That's true. He just said that Ray killed Snoke mm-hmm. and then turned around and said that. No, did he? Mm-hmm. I thought he lied about something. What did he lie about? There's something else he lied about, I thought. Can't he lied remember. about the the first of how it actually went down uh, with uh, Luke too. Oh yes, mm-hmm. he did. So he's a liar. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be he surprised. Spun it the way he didn't necessarily tell a lie, but he did not tell the whole truth. Right. So I mean, I wouldn't have put it past him that he went out there and was like, "Luke just tried to kill me because he knows that I'm very capable and very strong, and I'm becoming stronger than him, and he doesn't want." people to be stronger than him Your and that handful yeah too. so yeah. that handful of people who really wanted to be jedi mm-hmm. you know at the point may not have seen the darkness and they could have just went with them and then before they knew it they were roped into that darkness with snoke and stuff because it was the only way they could have gone mm-hmm. so because that point yeah. they could think luke's dead mm-hmm. and then there's nothing else for me right and yeah. the people that were like no no we don't believe you or no we're just gonna go back home jum, 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 dead mm-hmm. so i mean we don't know right now yeah what happened that's true and that that's a story that I would definitely be interested in finding out more of, which I wonder if we will get that in uh, Age of Resistance um, with uh, the Kylo Ren uh, comic series that will be coming out. Hopefully, because we don't really know that would be much about the Knights of Ren either. So, Nothing about the Knights of Ren. Right. Other than that they're the Knights little, of and, Ren. And that quick little flashback <laughs> we get in right. um, 
Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ugh. <laughs> there's just so much I want to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I would be interested to know more about Ben for sure. Um, so one thing that did bother me, um, and it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily that I disagreed with it or didn't like it or anything like that. Um, was Poe and Holdo? I've seen a lot of um, split people about that. What did you think about their whole confrontation, the whole everything? Or whose whose side were you on? I guess it's hard to say. Okay. Um, Poe's been there from the beginning, mm-hmm. so you really want to trust Poe, mm-hmm. and you really, really want to be on his side. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you kind of see him always trying to defy Leia. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, once you kind of get to the movie, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, Holdo was never. Um, Once you get to the movie, you realize Holdo was never trying to do anything to harm anyone. She was just trying to do something a little bit more secretive in order to get everyone out. Mm-hmm. So she was never, like, on the bad side. And Poe wasn't really on the bad side either. He just wanted to be in the know. Mm-hmm. And I mean. But so my thing, though, is that was he even privy to that, though? Cause, to be in the know? Yeah, because he's commander. Cool. But that doesn't mean that the higher ups always tell you exactly what's going on. Just because Leia did doesn't necessarily mean that that information is yours just to have. Right. So and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she had her reasons for not wanting to give mm-hmm. away that information. Um. Which, I mean, I guess it worked out that, well, not really, but at the end it still came to bite him in the butt mm-hmm. when, uh, what's his face, DJ? Yeah. Gave everything up, <laughs> but right. I don't know. It, it, I don't really want to say I was on either one side because, I mean, it flips, really. You're like, almost kind of like, oh my gosh, like, hold on, what is she doing? She's not doing anything. Like It kind of paints her as a, a villain. It does. Yeah. And then you see kind of Poe as the villain because he's mm-hmm. like, well, we're going to go take over, but you... I don't know. It almost it's almost like you're like yay, but then you're like wait no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt at first. Yeah. Anyway, I was kind of like because Poe's a little hothead. Like he'll jump in a ship and just yeah, <laughs> he doesn't really care. Yeah, um, he, he's not thinking of the consequence as we see at the very beginning of the movie. Which, by the way, amazing opening scene. Very cool. Um, by one of my favorite opening scenes of a Star Wars movie. Um, Is it though? I think so. Okay. Because I, I love the X-Y, X-Wing fights and all this other kind of stuff and the bomber run and everything. Um, not wild about how slow the bombers are for some reason. Because we have I mean, they're carrying a lot of bombs. So. I guess. So. <laughs> you got to go a little slow. You can't just I mean, race through space add, with those. You, you, could, <laughs> <laughs> you, you could add like an extra 10 miles per hour or something. I mean, like you could give it a little bit of more oomph. But. Well, Danny, all the ones that went an extra 10 miles per hour, they blew up, okay? <laughs> So <laughs> they exceeded their limits. So they had to go 30 <laughs> miles an hour. 40 was just too fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but with Poe, like during that opening sequence, I mean, you see him lose an entire bombing fleet and more because he chose to do his own thing. Still right. comes back to the ship of there were heroes on that mission and everything. And Leia's like, yes. Dead heroes. Right. But no leaders. And I think that that's what sets the tone for Poe's story throughout this entire thing. Because with um, with everything that happens, for example, if he had not sent uh, Finn and Rose to Canto Bight, 
then they would have never learned of the transports leaving the larger ship. They would have never met DJ. All of that would have been canceled out. They would have made it to the surface and lived to fight another day with larger numbers. Mm -hmm. But with him, it ended up being, I felt his whole story was kind of like a lesson in leadership and humility where he kind of made it seem like he knew the best thing for the resistance because he was the resistance fighter and he was the one that was going to lead them all to victory. And she was a coward and all this other kind of stuff. Like when he started yelling coward and traitor and all this other kind of stuff to her, like when I saw when he was like, you're, you're filling up the transports. I was like, Oh cool. They're getting away. And he's like, coward traitors. Like, all right, Kylo Ren, calm down. Like, right. you get a little, little worked up there, man. Right. Because, um, like, I mean, he did cross a line. Like, he did. It's like, dude, for one, you got demoted to captain, but you ignored that. Even though it was Leia's technical last request if she had passed away, that was, I mean, she, he, he, she demoted him from commander to captain. Mm-hmm. When he meets Holdo, he, he calls himself commander. Completely disregards that that was Leia's order. Right. And so it almost kind of makes you think that he didn't really respect her leadership to the degree that he says he does. Right. Well, I mean, you kind of get that sense in him the entire movie up until the end when he's like, it's on, you know, after he gets stunned, shot, mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. by Leia. Um, he kind of always has this little attitude like, Oh, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm always that's right. I'm always the one that's right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like my way or the highway kind of mm-hmm. guy. And I mean, honestly, even though it worked out good for them, well, other than the fact that they lost all the bombers and stuff, I mean, it, there was still a small victory, but there was a greater loss. Right. Um. So, and Too that's the high thing. Of a price. Right. That's one thing that I think Leia was trying to get, you know, to him about is mm-hmm. that, like, it's all great. To win, but when your loss is bigger than your victory, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, it reminds me of in, in Infinity War with Vision and Captain America, uh, the we don't trade lives, Captain. Right. <laughs> That's it what does. it reminds me of. Yes, it sure does. And I don't know, like, and, and you know, kind of uh, fast forwarding a little bit too. And I mean, he's. He does have to have some failures in order to learn and to be a better person because I feel like in the upcoming movie and then whenever we see him again, whether it be in if they ever do another one, you mm-hmm. know, even if it's like not necessarily. You mean outside of nine? Right. Okay. You know, not necessarily like a continuation of sorts because I think they, they they made it like for sure this is the for sure the last one. Yeah. Nine is definitely the end of the Skywalker saga. Well, I didn't end of Sky, Sky, mm-hmm. um, Skywalker, but I didn't know if they would try to continue on with like Poe, Ray, and Finn or something. I don't think so because I, th- I still think they're they're considering them part of the Skywalker saga. Okay, now they may show up in other things, right? Um, I don't know that it would be centrally focused around them though. Um, but I mean, anything can happen. They also said twice that there would there weren't going to be any more Star Wars movies ever. So we know where that went. But just as um, just as every great leader needs failures and, and kind of like one of the things that Yoda says later in the movie too is the greatest teacher is failure. Mm-hmm. So as much as it kind of stinks to think about that it was lives that were being traded for these failures, mm-hmm. um, I think it will still make Poe a better leader. Absolutely. I feel like at the end of the movie, uh, he is where he needs to be. Right. For the resistance. Uh, he he gets it. He there. does. Um, because that's the thing is like I, I, I saw so much where it was all these people angry about Holdo and it was because she was this 
woman who was throwing her weight around and all this other kind of stuff and Poe she should have just let Poe in on the on the on this and all this other kind of stuff. It's like, no, he didn't have a privilege to do that just because he's a character we like. Because that's the thing, is that up until now all we know him as is a hotshot pilot. Right. We don't get anything else other than Poe in in the analogy that I thought of when we see him go from hotshot pilot, this awesome, awesome character and everything from Force Awakens to now we're kind of seeing a little a little bit behind the curtain. It's it's almost the equivalent of like uh, you getting in trouble in front of your friends. How embarrassing that right. is and everything. And that's what happens to him. He's hot shot. He's got this facade. He's got this character he is. And because he knows he's, getting he's his good. Number called. Yeah. But. But. And that's the problem. He knows he's good. No one can tell him different. Right. But he has to learn to learn. Right. And that's what he does through this movie is he learns to lead and not just be the guy that jumps up in an X-Wing and blows things up. Right. And so I think that's really good growth for his character, um, even though it's kind of painful to watch at times. It is. And I really hate that people are, like, against Holdo because, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not saying she was necessarily in the right either, but at the same time, like, really and truly, what do you think, like, what would have happened if she would have been like, okay, mm-hmm. Poe, this is my plan. This is what we're going to do. Like, well, you exactly what, what happened like, when he found out what the plan was. He flipped out. Right, exactly. <laughs> it so, just happened earlier in the movie. Right. So it's like, really, truly, what do you... Like, he would have threw his weight around. Mm-hmm. Was he not throwing a little temper tantrum, throwing his weight around? Oh, absolutely. Thinking he was, like, big man. Oh, he went to kicking stuff around, throwing right. stuff around. So it's like... Got removed from the bridge because he had so much of a temper. Right. So, uh, I mean... Yeah. it. They both had equal rights to be mm-hmm. a little upset at each other, too, because, I mean, he wasn't the one that was put in charge, mm-hmm. so, and that was for a good reason. Mm-hmm. I, so. I, lo- I love the, the final thing that Leia leaves him with on uh, the transport when he wakes up and he's like, no, no, we're doing this, oh my gosh, and she's just like, come sit with me for a second. Right. And she's like, she was more interested, Holdo was more interested in protecting the light than she was seeming like a hero. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you just see the visible just, like, stab on him. <laughs> like, he's just kind of like, oh. Oh, gut punch. Dang. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, you're right. There was a plan the whole time. And just like Holdo tried to tell him, too. It's like, if you, you I can't remember what it was. If you, something about the sun. If you, um, if you don't believe in something you can't see or something you won't make it through the night something like like that something to that effect yeah and that's essentially what it is is that she was just basically trying to be like yo trust me i got this i'm gonna key you in just yeah it's like if you don't believe in something you can't see then you won't make it through the night like talking about the sun because Mm -hmm. i mean you don't obviously don't see the sun at night so right (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so i I can't see it (laughs) Uh, in all honesty i I feel like poe probably had one of the biggest growths in in the story uh, i think i think he is the one that is keyed in and ready for episode nine i do too and i actually was gonna say um i do think that's gonna be one of the positives um Mm -hmm. coming out of this movie to episode nine because i think in as much as we all dread it we know that leia can be no more Mm -hmm. when episode nine comes around and um and I know we've really talked about it a lot just between us and then a couple times on the podcast about what we um what we think will happen and mm-hmm. and honestly just my honest opinion, I don't think she will be able to continue like living throughout 
the Star Wars. Like, I don't think they can just keep her alive through it and yeah. just, you know, respectfully retire her mm-hmm. or something because I feel like she's just such a force. Like, she's not going to mm-hmm. take that. So I think they're just going to have to respectfully um, remove her. I'm trying yeah. to say something, you know. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to yeah. be respectful because it's still really sensitive and I hate it, thinking it really, about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think with Poe's learning and stuff, I think he'll be able to jump into like mm-hmm. something like what she and was And we even almost. see on Crate when he, he's like, follow me. And then they all look back at Leia. She's like, and she, she looks behind her. Yeah. And she's like, what, what are you, you looking, looking at me, me for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> follow him. <laughs> so, and I think yeah. that was really cool. Cause I feel like that was kind of her giving the reins to him. Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously she's still trucking around with, I mean, which she didn't have the cane at first through the movie, but once she got popping out the window, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she starts with that little cane. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be the decline of her, you know, but Mm-hmm. she still was making it and i think that was kind of her way of giving the reins over because that was her way of like seeing that you know he's on the right path now mm-hmm. he's more so about trying to get everyone out instead of trying to you know be the hero or be the legend or something you he's, know what i mean he's not trying to trade lives and trying to seem like a hero he's making the leadership calls and just like he does at the very end even though in the grand scheme it's it's more of a minor call than most it, it he gets it though where he's like, nah, this is a suicide run. We got to get out of here. Right. And which leads me actually to the next characters that I want to talk about are Finn and Rose. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about Finn first and his little self-sacrifice move um, on Crate. What did you think about that? So I'm just, I can't lie to you. For me, Finn to this movie, I felt like his character really stepped backwards. Really? To me, it did. Okay. Um, because I know I talked to you once before about how I felt like the only thing on his mind, real, up until a certain point, like first he's really, he pops out the bed, you know, with water gushing out of him. Um, or Thin, wh- naked leaking bag, yeah. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it was. Um, and then his first thought is Ray. So, you mm. know, he's like, where's Ray? Figures out there's a beaker or beacon. Beacon. Yeah. Figure out there's a... <laughs> There's a beacon for yeah. Ray um, in order for her to find her way back. And once um, he gets that, he tries to actually take off so that he can land and get Ray back safely without her coming back to a destroyed shuttle mm-hmm. um, in the air or anything. Right. And it's just like once that part ends and stuff and he meets Rose and they decide that they have to go do this, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like. I don't know. The only thing he's focused on to me is just like revenge the whole time. Yeah. Like it's not really. And to me, you know, in the first, in, when we first see him in Force Awakens, he really is just trying to run away. But I don't know. Like he, he literally goes from one extreme to the other. He tries he, to run away and then he tries to kill himself to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And, and I don't, I don't know. It'd be, uh, I don't know. I'm just so torn because it's like, yeah. You know, I can understand his whole wanting to run away because he obviously saw firsthand what happened with the First Order. Um, and then kind of closer to the end of the movie, he actually kind of steps up and he's like, oh, I have knowledge. Ooh, I can help you. Ooh, I can do this. And there was mm-hmm. so much empowerment there, I feel like. And then he takes that backslashing from Kylo. So I could see him, you know, being a little angry. But at the same time, flying himself into that giant beam wasn't going to defeat the First Order. Right. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? What? They would have just been like, all right, bring out the other one. Bring out the backup. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, when there were like six giant gorilla things standing out there. Like, right. You don't think that could have blown up the right. door? Right. Yeah. Like, 
okay fly your tiny ship into that big beam and let me know how that works out for you so i'm i was just bothered by that move i mean i don't know well so the way i feel about finn and i i like that you brought up force awakens on that too um, because I mean, he does go one extreme to the other for sure. And then that moment of empowerment, like I know things, I can help, I can do the things and everything. Like it, it's it's even so bad to where he's he's talking over poor Rose, who's trying to give the same info, and he's like, "Heroes are talking," <laughs> like right. goes in, which it which that that bothers me a little bit. Um, but at the same time, like he does have that moment of empowerment, like I can do something, I can make a difference, and everything. And then it's like once they get caught, once they get caught by DJ or not by DJ, but by the First Order with DJ and all that kind of stuff, um, it's all of a sudden like he doubts everything because he he went through and he gave it his best. He used his knowledge. He tried this espionage thing and tried to do something to save the resistance. And in the end, he didn't do anything. He couldn't help. He failed. Pretty and much. I think that in all honesty, like that it. I think that's what's interesting is that in each of our characters, Finn, Rose, Ray, Poe, all of them, we see how, and, and even Kylo, we see how failure affects them. Right. Because the big theme of this entire movie is the greatest teacher failure is. Right. Like, that is that is the theme. Because with Finn's failure, he decides that, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to show him what I can do, and I'm going, I'm going to stop him. I'm going to sacrifice my life. To help the rest of them because I'm not worth it. Because, I mean, you got to think it wasn't necessarily a I'm saving my life to save someone else. He was or you giving my life to save someone else. It was I'm just giving my life. Right. He gave up at that point. Giving myself to the cause. Right. And he I mean, you got to imagine that he probably tried to justify it some way. But in no way did he look like he was making that self-sacrifice. It looked like he was just like, I have nothing to live for. I tried and I failed. Right. And I feel like Rose was there to kind of help him. I mean, even though she slams herself in him and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, she almost does what she's trying to prevent him from doing. Pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like that could have gone differently. But at the same time, being on crate, there really wasn't another way he could have been stopped. Yeah, it's not like she could have so, ran in front of the right. ship and was like, wait, stop. Like, you could run in front of cars every now and then. You <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? Like, so, no, Finn, stop. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. There really wasn't any other thing to do. But, I mean, I-, I feel like Rose was there to remind him of his humanity and that he still is more than a stormtrooper like he found with Ray. Well, I mean, that's exactly what she says to him, too, which, I mean, mm-hmm. I-, I can't lie. That line kind of makes me cringe. <laughs> but at the same time it's still sweet it does mean something because you know that's when she says that we um we're not fighting for the things that we hate mm-hmm. we're fighting for the oh, it, we're not we're not don't fight what we hate save yeah. what we love yeah. yeah sorry i totally yeah. said it totally wrong but yes <laughs> that's exactly. how we're gonna win that's right that's yeah that's how yeah. we're gonna win so yeah. and I, I mean even though it's kind of cringy and it's cheesy and you're kind of like <laughs> hmm. i mean it's true though i mean yeah you know with people that have lost so much you have to have some remainder of hope mm-hmm. with things so you really have to fight for those things that you do love in well, order and, and to... thinking about it on the other side the, the the stormtrooper mentality i mean he was expendable with the first order he was and so you gotta think that that might have something to play into that as well because in the first order you die cool send someone else in this place right same thing with the empire they were the same way and so y- you were a number fn2187 you were that was it that's who you were 
to them. Nothing right. else. You weren't a person. And I feel like he's learning to be a person. Um, and a lot of that conditioning and stuff like that from the First Order is still ingrained in him. Mm-hmm. Which is why he tried to make that self-sacrifice move unnecessarily. Because, I mean, just like he said, and like we said while we were watching the movie, it's like, okay, let's really think about that for a second. So we run a plane down the center of this thing. You're telling me that something that can crack <laughs> open a giant metal door like an egg is going to be stopped by a smaller piece of metal right. running through the middle of it. Right. No. <laughs> That's like, like going, like you know what? I'm going to run my X-Wing into the middle of the Death Star. That's what's going to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a small dent, but I mean, right. unless you had like sixty bombs strapped onto you, it wasn't gonna. <laughs> They're gonna be like, uh, Bob, can you can you clean that off? Can right, clean that off right there. Th- thank you, thank you. <laughs> I feel like it just would have reminded me of like a bug flying into a light. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> to look into the light, I can't open. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and then like, and then you're just like, yeah. okay, like, yeah. It's <laughs> all the little noise you hear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I agree, and and so I feel like. In some ways, yes, he went backwards because Finn still has a lot more to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same time, too, he did have an amount of growth. But I don't think those lessons have hit yet because uh, there's he's still working on that. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like that was the purpose of Canto Bite, too, because I love how like Rose goes through and, and describes it as this disgusting place. Like you're expecting a place like freaking Moss Eisley. And you right. get there, and it's this glamorous and casino. He's, like, he's yeah. like, this is amazing. Right. And, you know, I, I try to think about it, too. Like I said, we always try to find the positive um, yeah. in what we're talking about. And so I try to keep in mind, too, that even though throughout this movie, Finn's not my favorite character. And like mm-hmm. I said, I almost feel like his character progresses. Um, regresses, you mean? Regresses. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though I feel like his character regresses, um, mm-hmm. you got to think about, like you said, for him, for several, 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 several years, he was just a number. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time he's really been out in the world and he's actually experiencing things. So, you, like you said, that conditioning is still there. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, a lot of this is yeah. really new. And it's a lot of new emotions. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, he probably just, it's, I mean, for lack of better. He gets caught up in it, yeah. Yeah, and for lack of better, like, terms, really, even though he's a grown man, he's kind of like a teenager. Absolutely. Who's yeah. dealing with a lot of feelings and he, he's emotions. and literally the galaxy for the first time. Right. That's why he's like, what are, what are you talking about? This is this is amazing. Right. Well, what about this is awful? And then that's when she goes into her story and everything, basically kind of showing him that not everything is what it seems. Right. And so, yes, it's beautiful. Yes, this is luxurious and this is crazy cool looking and everything. But this is what it took to get there. Right. And it's built on things that are evil mm-hmm. and everything. And I think that was important for him to see because it's like, oh, man, I see this all on the surface. And he doesn't think to look deeper than that as to the why, which is a lesson he gets from DJ about um, the the whoever they stole their stole that ship from. He was yeah. an arms dealer. And so we were talking about how he's selling for both sides and it's all just a machine, man. And I felt like uh, we were watching Hyde from that 70s <laughs> show. It's a machine, man. It's the government. Right. <laughs> but Little Illuminati. Uh, right. Um, but at the same time, I mean, he's right. It's, yeah. it's endless war because people are being made rich off of this stuff. Right. So, so. obviously, if that's how you're making your money, they're going to keep feeding the war machine and everything. Right, exactly. Um, And so I feel like he got a lot of, like, eye-opening things. And I wonder, too, if finding that out played into his decision in that final moment 
where he tried to sacrifice himself. It could have. I mean, because, I mean, you got to imagine in that moment, too, because it's one of the scenes that I think, even though it's not a very big scene, it's still, to me, it kind of sticks with me because mm-hmm. it's like, wow, there really isn't necessarily a good or bad side. Like, there's a third team behind all of it. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so you got to imagine that, you know, he's technically been on both sides at this point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't want this to sound all like sad, but maybe like he kind of just like, I don't want to be on either team. Like, I'm just going to right. do what I can for the team that I like to believe. If this more is in. how it's going to be, it's not worth it. Right. Like, yeah. I'm going to sacrifice myself for the people that I know have treated me better. But mm-hmm. this is like. And then they're like, dude, no, no, slow down, slow down. This is, <laughs> right. We love you. Dude. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> stop, Finn. Don't. No. Stop. We love you, Finn. <laughs> it's like, thanks. We love you too, dude. But uh, you don't have to do that. Just so you know. Right. <laughs> We'd like you to stick around. <laughs> don't don't be that gnat that flies yeah. into the bug catcher. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I do feel like there was an amount of growth, but I feel like more with him it was a lot of lessons started yeah. rather than lessons learned at the time. It was almost like all of this stuff was just opened up to him right? and all of this world was just opened up to him. And at that point he's just like, you know what? Forget this. I don't, I don't want any more. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So mm-hmm. talk about Poe, talked a little bit about Finn mm-hmm. and a little bit of Rose, which Rose isn't really, we're still learning. I think Rose was there mainly in this movie to really set teach, yeah, set Finn and and teach Finn things and show him around kind of things, right? Because she was on that ground floor of what the First Order did to people. Yeah, and can I say too? I think Finn works better if he's got someone to care about. Oh, absolutely. Because throughout Force Awakens, he had Ray mm-hmm. that he kind of fought with, fought for, and then throughout this movie, he had Rose. Yeah. That he kind of had to look after. So I feel like he has to be able to look after somebody. Well, it's almost like people are showing him around. Right. He's never been out in the galaxy by himself or and not as a stormtrooper. So Ray showed him part of himself. Right. And he discovered who he was through Ray. Uh, he discovered he was a friend and that there was something worth fighting for. And with Rose, he discovered how the world really works. Right. And the things that are happening. And even though he made the wrong decision, <laughs> it didn't quite... It was a little bit more of a visceral reaction, but um, <laughs> she showed him the how the world really is. Right. And, and led him into that. And so I'm interested to see where Finn lands in episode nine, mm-hmm. um, how he is on that now. Because now he's had someone actually attempt to sacrifice their life for his. Right. And now, and basically tell him that he's his life is worth living. And that others think so as well. Right. And so I think that will be, um, I think that'll be a really good growth moment for him in the next movie. Definitely. So, so we got a little bit about Rose. We talked about Luke earlier. Yeah. Um, do we want to move on to Ray or do we want to let's, let's do Ray and Kylo. Okay. Cause I think, I think they come as a package deal in this movie. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hate to say it cause I- I'm not going to lie. I can't, really give a detailed good reason at the moment but i'm just not a fan of ray really yeah huh and like i said i I can't really just like write it out for you as to why i don't like her i mean there's small things that like are starting to bother me about her 
I know like, you were, like, picking on her face earlier. I was, and I'm sorry. Like I said, it's probably just petty, really and truly. <laughs> because think about it. Like, when you don't like somebody, you're going to start picking out all the flaws. Look you're at like, face. Look at her hair. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I know it's a little yeah. petty, but I'm just, like, I can't figure out what it is about her character. And I know, honestly, I can tell you this, though. Like, she didn't really bother me as much in The Force Awakens. Okay. I wasn't really like, oh, my God, I love Rey. She's the best female character ever. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in this movie... She seems so, like, childlike to me. Like, one minute, she's like, You're a monster! <laughs> and then she starts crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, girl. <laughs> Simmer down with all those emotions. Well, so, like... But you gotta put it in perspective, though, that not days before, Han was killed right in front of her. I know. So... I'm not gonna say, I know. It's a little raw. A little. <laughs> a little, but I, I don't know. I just, like, I didn't so bothered how she was just so quick to, like, she was yeah. just, like, this little hothead, and she was just, like, so angry and yelling at him, and then the next minute, she's, like, crying with him, and you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was yeah. just so bothered by her emotions flip-flopping. It's like I couldn't really mm-hmm. gauge, like, much about her, and then she can handle a lightsaber pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, the only thing she was kind of confident yeah. in, you know? So, I don't know. Well, can I give you my take on it? Yes, please do. Okay. So, so the reason I feel like Ray was emotional, <laughs> as, you, as you've as you delicately said, <laughs> the, Rey, the reason I feel like that we see that range and everything is so if you think about it, other than Chewie, which I don't know that they really had that moment together or not or, or, or anything like that, because we don't see that. So, it's not necessarily known that... Her and Chewie had a moment to grieve together or anything like that. The closest that we've seen to grieving, it was in The Force Awakens when she goes and she hugs Leia. It's like, hey, I understand. Right. And and there was that understanding between them two. And even though she knew Han for a short time, just like Kylo called her out in in, in this one and in Force Awakens, how she was looking for that father figure. Right. You see see him as, as a father. And you've already put him in that that place, and the the thing in Force Awakens, he would have disappointed you. Um, and then goes through, and he's digging at her in this one too. Um, I, I think that because she has had no one for so long on Jakku, that she easily attached to Han very very quickly, and at, at the same time, like she really hasn't grieved. I think she had a moment with Leia. And then, so, essentially, what that comes down to is, if you think about it, because Luke's shutting her out this whole time, mm-hmm. the only one she's had to be able to grieve with, or reason anything with, is Kylo. You're <laughs> not wrong. I don't know. Like I said, I just... <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that's why you see the range of emotions of, you're a monster, monstrous snake, mm-hmm. and all this other kind of stuff. And literally, at one point, I mean, or, I mean, pretty much the whole time, Kylo's like, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Which which I found interesting is is it an omission of this is who I am now or is it more of an omission of guilt? Right. Of I know what I did was wrong. Yeah. Because even Snoke points out he's the, weak. the deed. Yeah, he's weak, and the deeds split his spirit to the bone because he's like I killed Han Solo. It's like simmer down, rock star. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can feel the conflict. You're literally ripped in two. Right, like, yeah, you did, but you cry every night about it. (laughs) Right, (laughs) and when faced with a choice to take out his mother, he doesn't. Right. Which didn't mean anything, because he told them, follow my lead, and he's about to go shoot, and he doesn't shoot, so they're probably like, weapons malfunction, and then shot. Like, oh my. (laughs) They're like, you can't do it? Cool, we'll do it for you, Mr. Kylo Kylo Ren. Submits your ship for inspection. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Blasters work fine, sir. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I think that that's important to kind of take into uh, take into play for her character. Um, is that this whole time the reason that she's able to be so close to Kylo and everything was for one she doesn't have a choice. Like he's Snoke's pretty much forcing the interactions on both of them. Like yeah. she's literally like, can we just not do this now? <laughs> right. He's like, like, yeah, I wish we could neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also shirtless. <laughs> right. Well, well, it's like well, it's like when you're a kid and and your and your parents put you in the the friendship T-shirt when you've been fighting or whatever, and it's like now hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like forcing them to talk because it's like, okay, I have no one else. You're here. I hate you, but we've got to talk anyways because otherwise you're not going to go away. So here it is. Um, so I think that played a lot into, in, into all that and everything. And then I think that played a lot into the, the childish side of where she was like, oh, I believe it. He's going to turn. The moment's going to come where he's going to turn. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. But if you would have stayed for probably less than three with <laughs> Luke, he probably would have told you about the future and how it changes. And it's not set in stone. Right. Like, yeah, I saw his future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's like she, she jets off and everything. And it's like. Cool, so you're a Jedi? Well, I had two lessons once. <laughs> right. Um, half. Right. <laughs> Two-thirds of the way? Jedi? Right. Is that a thing? Does that exist? <laughs> I'm a quarter Jedi. Right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I think that that may attribute to some of the annoyance you found in her. I I don't claim to be the authority, but that's how uh, I interpret You know me it. pretty well, so... <laughs> So, I so mean, yeah, you ain't wrong. Like I said, it's like I said, it's not like I'm saying she was poorly written or she was terrible. And right. it's, like I said, it's it's honestly me probably just being a little petty about it, the way she does things mm-hmm. because I did. I feel like she was just like an emotional little like roller coaster all throughout. But yeah, well, and and, and, and knowing you, I guess getting a little personal with you, you're, you're not the one to play victim. You never mm-hmm. have since the day I met you. Right. You've always been the one to be like, all right, cool. Bad things happen. Suck it that up, Buttercup. Sucks. Exactly. <laughs> that sucks. Let's move on and everything. So I know I I'm that's not, part of that. Yeah. I'm not the best at like dealing with people who are like upset or sad. Yeah. Like I may just give you a little pat on the back and be like, "There, there." I'm sorry, but like I, I literally, you just, I just move on. And yeah. I'm not saying you can't like grieve things or anything like that. Like, but there's a certain time frame from where you need to. Mm-hmm. Like I said, suck There's it a up, buttercup. When, so. yeah, when, when you're not the victim and right, you move so, on, and you have to make a choice. I right, get that. and so I think yeah. that's what kind of got me about her is like she just not necessarily say she was playing victim or anything, but it's just like I don't know. I, don't, I just well, didn't. and there were a lot of moments where even though Luke was very pessimistic and very kind of against teaching her really anything, like she still came across as I know more than you and everything, and so it wasn't necessarily a, I'm I'm ready to receive all the teachings because there were times where she was like yeah totally especially like when they're uh the first lesson where he's like all right now reach out (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie that part is really funny though and she fits her hand out and then he starts tickling with that little like have you ever felt anything like this (gasps) what is that it's divorce oh my god (laughs) that part is really funny though i I am glad there's a few like humorous moments that like really make the movie really great but yeah. there's a few too that i'm just like uh i heard that you just said the movie was great i'm just teasing <laughs> i mean I'm, 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 I'm just messing with you <laughs> don't make me beat you up it there are some great moments yeah there are there are but it's like 
I don't know. It's like great moment, weirdness. Mm-hmm. Great moment, weirdness. <laughs> great moment. What the heck? Great moment. <laughs> that what the heck was the uh, the thallus iron, the milk and everything, wasn't it? Uh, yes. <laughs> Still planning on watching that documentary apparently oh, about the, the it. The director and the Jedi. Yes, yes we're, we're gonna watch to. it, but uh-huh. <laughs> I don't care. Like I don't, I don't think there's anything maybe I could say about that part that's gonna make me like, oh yeah, I totally respect that now. <laughs> I completely get why that needed to be in the movie. <laughs> I totally think he needed to drink some blue milk. I, I think Ray summed it up. I've seen your daily routine. You're not that busy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but. But yeah, I don't know. Um, one thing I did kind of want to mention and take part of, uh, when we get that throne room scene and mm-hmm. they finish up that fight, and one of the things that Kylo says essentially is like, "Let the past die, like mm-hmm. take my hand. We'll start a new thing together, and mm-hmm. we'll just bring a new like vision to the galaxy." Mm-hmm. And I know this is gonna sound kind of awful, but I actually honestly looked at Danny and I was like. I kind of feel like she should do it. And I know she doesn't. I've <laughs> yeah. seen the movie. I know that's not what happens. Right. But I don't know. Like, I guess because, like, you've been watching so long, there be the resistance, the rebels, the the empire, the first order, mm-hmm. the galactic. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much. And it's just gone on and on to generation, generation, generation. All you're doing is just fighting each other over what? Like, mm-hmm. what are we even fighting over? <laughs> Literally, what are we fighting over? Control of the galaxy. Right. So, like, can we just divvy it up? Can <laughs> we just say... Take your corner, I'll take mine, we're good. This it's land a big is galaxy. your land. This land is my land. Like, come on. Can we just divvy it up? And be done. And whoever wants to live over there, go live in the weird orderness. And then everyone else could be free or something. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it almost was kind of, like, when he said it, like, to me, it almost sounded kind of nice. Because I was like, maybe this would mean no more war. Like, no more First Order. Mm-hmm. No more resistance. No more war. Like, what would it look like? And so that was kind of, like, just my first that's thought to that. Yeah. So that's, like, what my first thought was. Because, like, I know it sounds kind of bad. You're like, oh, No. Don't take Kylo's hand. <gasps> no. You know what I mean? Like, I know. I know. Yeah. Not saying, like, it's the best. Like, Kylo is the best role model so, or anything. So, are you saying that if I would have proposed to you with, you're nothing, but not to me, you would have said yes? <laughs> I'm disturbed that you're thinking about it. No, I'm debating if I should punch you in the face or not. <laughs> and I decided that'd be really mean, because then we'd have to stop what we're doing, go get you some ice. <laughs> And possibly take you to the doctor for a broken nose. Possibly some knocked out teeth, depending on. Yeah, see, you. there were a couple moments where, where he had it. He he was doing good. Until he and was then, like, and then you're he nothing. was like, he took the personal You're shots. nobody. Yeah, you're nobody. You're nothing. But right. not to me. Well, that's supposed to make me feel better. Right. Oh, great. I'm something to you, you murderer. Right. You just murder snake. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess she deserved it. She was calling his name, him names the whole time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's just what kind of popped in my head, though, when, you know, when he was talking about let it die, mm-hmm. kill it if you have to. Um, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, like, what would it be like to see a galaxy with no war, you know, with it being like no empire, no mm-hmm. first order. But would it have been though? That, that's what that I, would I be mean, the big thing. That's true because the empire yeah. did get knocked out and it rose back up as the first order. So right. who's to say that somebody else wouldn't come back up and try to 
start something. You know what I mean? So the best line to describe that when Snoke says darkness rises and light to meet it is every single time something comes up in its place. Then something comes up to take it down. That's it's true. Just a constant cycle. So yeah. But I was still like that would oh. be interesting to know though if it would be a clone of the first order if it would be good and maybe anyway. like yeah maybe with like her being light and him being dark you know maybe there mm-hmm. would have been like a mutual like we're not fighting like I can I can side with my people and you can side with your people mm-hmm. and we can have this common agreement you know this common ground that we're not gonna fight about mm-hmm. this this and you know this this is whatever like yeah. we're gonna debate it and we're gonna figure it out more silly right you know well, what i mean so, so i don't know yeah well and so one indicator though that i do think that if she had joined him and they decided to just you know make up and be done or whatever and just like yeah you know what let it all die cool sounds good let it all burn mm-hmm. or whatever um because i honestly feel like he he's even though he goes through periods where it's like all of a sudden you see human ben solo and everything th- right. this heart of him you see it at the same time he's still that i mean that level of evil because i mean like he goes through the you're nothing but not to me trying to manipulate her right because it's not it comes it looks like it comes from a heartfelt place right but if i ever walked up to you and was like you know baby you're nothing but not to me that's like a fly like come no. on and so like in any other context no that's ugly you right. know what I mean? And then on top of that, so we see him on crate facing down Luke after he's lost everything. <laughs> oh, and, Lord. And all sort of kind of he stuff. was he's angry. Like, he was very angry. But that's when his true self comes out. Because the first thing he says to Luke is, have you come to save my soul? Right. And looks have like. Have you come to. No. Yeah. Ask for my forgiveness. Ask for like forgiveness. That. Have you come to save my soul? He's yeah. Like, no. I already know you're gone. Because like you can just visibly tell. Kylo ain't having it. Ben's gone. He's checked out. Yeah. Kylo ain't having it. <laughs> You're right. So. He's so blinded by rage that he's not questioning, hmm, why is he holding the lightsaber Ray and I just destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> right. Why yeah. Why did well, he leave no footprints in the, right? why, in the why salt? Does, why does he look 20 years younger? Right. He looks exactly how I left him. Right. age today. Something's weird here. <laughs> like, confused. there were a lot of things that he could have literally sat there and stared at him for a second and go, yeah, you're not here, dude. But Something. he was so immersed <laughs> in his own anger, like, exactly. you wouldn't notice that. So blinded. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why a lot of people act out of anger. Mm-hmm. And they don't notice things like they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't remember how I did that. Yeah, because yeah, you were angry, Benny. All I saw was red. <laughs> you were angry, Ben. That's why you punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> did I do that? Yet? I'm just hanging this cute picture up on top of it. It's fine. Nobody will notice. We'll, we'll frame it. <laughs> right. Ben's first hole. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I'm trying to think. So on crate. Um, what did you think overall of Luke's and Kylo's final showdown? It's honestly, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely see a lot of the childness or the childlike mentality come out of Kylo, especially in yeah. the beginning when he's like, have you come to forgive me? And then, yeah. um, oh, I'm trying to remember what exactly what he says, but Luke says something to him and he's like, ah, ah, I, be- I don't think he said betrayed you, but I. I failed you. I failed you. Yeah. And, and you just, I don't know, Kylo just gets so whiny. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what he says. Do you? Can you I, remember I that scene? I know at one point he says, um, I can't remember exactly how Luke says it or anything like that, 
But I know the the, the reply is like, I'm sure you have. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I just say you, you see You, you little... lead off with the, have you come to save my soul? And then go into, I'm sure you have. <laughs> right. But I mean. Or I'm sure you are or something like that. Right. Or, yeah. Luke kind of gives him a taste of his own mess too when he wipes like the dust off his shoulder after he like. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and even, even at the. Bye! Yeah. <laughs> And even at the part though when uh when he's facing down Luke and Luke's like strike me down and I'll be with you always and then he waits for a second and he goes just like your father right. like literally I felt like that was like the equivalent of his your mama joke or whatever <laughs> it was mama. just kind of like it was like all right well yeah I'll be with you forever we can leave it there uh, just like your father right <laughs> and so that was the last sting because I mean you can visibly see. It has split him. Right. He is not okay in the least. This is not the demeanor of a cold-blooded killer. Like, yeah. he killed his father. He is unbalanced. He is... Unhinged. Un- unhinged. Unpredictable. I mean, he... he for I mean, he's something else entirely. He's a lot of now. uns. Yeah, a lot of uns. <laughs> <laughs> Unraveled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, I think that it's going to be really interesting seeing where Kylo goes with Episode Nine. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to him like shaving his head or something, like something ridiculously crazy. I know. Or I joked that he needed a man bun <laughs> earlier, just because like throughout that scene with him and Luke fighting, it's like his hair's everywhere. And I was like, he needs a man bun. It's like, dude, maintenance, <laughs> right? He yes, Queen. Um, <laughs> I like the man bun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> grow your hair out, Danny. If I grow my hair out, it becomes a fro. So I know. we're not doing that. It's okay. I was just messing with you. Mullet, um, mullet and then fro. One thing about while we're on Kylo, though, and talking about that crate scene, um, I do find really funny, is um, when he, he's in the ship mm-hmm. with uh, Hux. <laughs> and he's like, when he first sees Luke, he's like, all oh, the firepower we have. Right there on that guy. Yeah. And so he's like, Roar! Roar! <laughs> And he's just like yelling that yeah. he wants all the firepower. And it's just kind of like, everyone's just kind of like, oh my God, this dude's crazy. <laughs> this dude's crazy. Wasting all these resources on a projection. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. And then I like how Hux gets like thrown to the side. And the other guy's like, yes, yeah. sir. Right away, sir. It's like, remember our mission. We are here to achieve one goal and just throws him like, right away, sir. <laughs> so, I mean, there's just a lot of childlike things that come out in yeah. Kylo, but. Which you um, actually had an interesting thought um, after he after Luke disappears and all that kind of stuff. He goes in to pick up the dice yeah. about now that he's supreme leader and everything and all these witnesses. Oh, yeah. Um, I doubt this will happen, though. Um, but, it would be interesting to see if it would. But, I mean, you got to imagine that uh, after all that firepower and then Luke literally just like, bye. Yeah. And just like disappears <laughs> into oblivion um, back to that island. You got to imagine he's super embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he literally just wasted so many resources on a projected. Time, resources, everything. Like, on force- a, yeah. On a hologram, right, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. And so, you know, like one of the things I looked at Danny and I was like, I was like, he could like kill everybody mm-hmm. from like eliminate all the witnesses. Yeah. Right. And just make it seem like the resistance like 
somebody came and helped him. You know what I mean? Like, or something crazy. Or blame it on Luke. Just like blame you blamed it on Snoke on Ray. Right. Blame like, bl- you yeah. know, just, just mm-hmm. tear them all up and haul it out of there and... You know, I escaped with my life. Right. You know, something like that. I was like, yeah. that'd be really interesting because, mm-hmm. I mean. I, I, it really depends on if he's gotten to that dark of a place. Right. Um, which, I mean, it's quite possible. It, it Because could be, even though he didn't, he didn't physically kill Luke, he made the decision to kill Luke. Right. He did. So, I mean, that was, at that point, he was just like, you know what? Forget it. And then he sliced right. right through him, even though he didn't kill him. He still made that action and that choice. He did, and he had just killed Snoke. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say it would be like something that'd be uncommon for him because I mean, don't we see in like the Phasma comics too, where she apparently um, goes and kills people who know that she put mm-hmm. down the shield. Yeah, and then and, and then Kylo kills... actually kills Laura Santeca at the beginning of Force Awakens too. So right. killing is not unusual to him. It's right. just he's never killed someone that close to him, I guess. So, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we don't really see what happens after Mm-mm. they take off in the Falcon. So, we don't know what happens on uh, Crate at that point. So, yeah. I mean, there could be a giant massacre on Crate. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. Because, I mean, Hux is knocked out at this point. Um, but, I mean, you can just imagine all of them I mean, he'd probably talking Hux, about though, it. Because Hux That's is annoying. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you can, you can just imagine all of them talking about it like right. hey yeah i was on crate and kylo ren went nuts on this hologram so Ooh, and that might be interesting too because you know we see at the end those kids mm-hmm. at the very end and they're playing and they like they have some like giant almost like at like things set up mm-hmm. and one of them says luke skywalker yeah <laughs> so i wonder if because we don't even know what that kid was saying because right. they were speaking another like Another language. alien language. Yeah, yeah, another dialect. Um, is that right? Dialect? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another dialect. But what if that kid had heard that? What if that story was like Luke took out the first ho- the whole first order on crate? Ooh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we didn't hear that story. We just know we saw those big ATs mm-hmm. and we heard Luke Skywalker. That's true. So that would be interesting. That that I mean that could be and the that story. would add to the legend of Luke Skywalker too. It would. I mean, it wouldn't be a proud moment, but at the same time, like, mm-hmm. would you rather admit that he, one Jedi could take out a lot of First Order, or would you rather admit that you used all your firepower to shoot in mm-hmm. hologram one? <laughs> and you also went out there to fight him, too. Yeah. You literally and, just shot a hole into the ground for no reason whatsoever. Right. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, theory. That would be interesting. So. That would be interesting. Um because that's the thing is like that's one thing that uh, Luke had mentioned when he was talking to Ray about the Jedi so they mm-hmm. were romanticized even deitized and everything and so it wouldn't be unusual that they're like yeah he went out, he did go out there with his laser sword and face down the whole first order right <laughs> which every time that line comes up now now that we know how it ends I'm just like ha ha <laughs> right <laughs> good one Luke <laughs> <laughs> right oh you foreshadower you I know but yeah what did you think of uh, Luke's Luke's death at the end? Very respectful, I thought. Um, it's much better than like cutting him in half, well, or yeah, just stabbing him. Yeah, you know, or throwing him out a window. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the other ones. <laughs> I don't think we see many heads roll. <laughs> no. Well, in Clone Wars, there's been a lot of them. <laughs> uh, not many Jedi Django, ones, though. But no, no Jedi. <laughs> yeah, like, no Jedi ones though. Those are more for the clones. Well, well, Anakin said you can't kill a Jedi. <laughs> Stop it. 
Um, so, I mean, I, I do think it was a very respectful way for him to kind of just fade away in mm-hmm. a way. Because that's essentially what it was. It was the end of... Because, I mean, if he would actually come to Crate, like, if he actually would have left that island and went to Crate, like... It would have been a massacre. It would have. And yeah. I that wouldn't have... What would that have done? What good right. would that have been? Just to be like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like... Well, and I think in a lot of people's minds, like like Luke said, they had been romanticized and deitized that Luke was going to come up there with some super force powers and actually be blocking all of those things like that, and that he would be untouchable and like Super Saiyan Luke or something like right. kind of stuff like that. And that's that's not that's not it. That's not a Jedi. Right. You know? A Jedi is not going to go instigate a fight. They're protectors mm-hmm. and everything and and that's what luke learned and i mean there's no way that he would have shown up exactly um, and i don't feel like that's any kind of cowardice i feel like it's very intelligent right <laughs> it, i mean it's just like have... he said he said it very sarcastic what do you want me to do face down the whole entire <laughs> first order with a laser sword <laughs> it's like well yeah as a matter of fact luke i do <laughs> yeah actually if you could that'd be great yeah that'd, that'd be, be awesome we're, we're gonna be meeting here on thursday just right. to let you know <laughs> 8 p.m <laughs> be there be square right so i mean i just wouldn't have done any good to to ha- really have it in any other way i feel like i feel like either, mm-hmm. any other way um, would have been very disrespectful to the Skywalker saga. And I do, um, I, I'm, but I mean, ugh, and I do s- s- hate the freaking Leia popping scene <laughs> when she pops out of there. Like, yeah. and one of the things I know I told you, I really wish, um, and I feel like Admiral Akbar's death was really in vain too. Like, I feel like it was really unnecessary. Um, because yeah. I mean, <sighs> that one did feel like a clearing out the characters kind of. It kind of did yeah. because it was like there really was no like, there was nothing to it. You know what I mean? There was no heartfelt like. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they did kind of say like, "Oh, it's sad," but Leia would tell us to grieve later. I don't know, whatever she says. Well, so uh, the other side of that though is that I mean, you you got a lot more of Akbar because of the Clone Wars. Think about the people who just had him in the movies, and literally his only line is, it's a trap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but still, though, like, to clear out yeah. that whole leaders, all those all those leaders on the deck, and there not yeah. be some type of, like, emotional tire pull to it, like, mm-hmm. was really just unnecessary for me. Yeah. You know, like, there's been other times did, where other big characters... It did seem like he was an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. and it, there's been other times where other big characters have fallen and died but there's always some type of like you know repercussions for it like there's somebody who's trying to take out the person that did it or there's some like big like oh my gosh like you know yeah. what i'm saying there's there's I more like there's like something to it there's a heartstring yeah and there was nothing that really that drew heartstring to me and i almost really wish um they would have had a different way to manifest those powers for leia mm-hmm. um because to me her just floating around in space and then moving her little fingers and pulling herself back in was just really unnecessary. It, uh, well, I don't feel like the act of it was unnecessary. No. I feel like the execution was poor. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, the, the I wish... Visually, it looked strange. It did. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish they would have been, like, something completely opposite. Like, I wish it would have been, like, they're firing on um, the deck or something like that, and she was able to, like, I don't know, like force shield or something you know what i'm saying and and keep mm-hmm. from people from just like dying or yeah. keep a few people from dying you know what i mean like i wish there'd been something more heroic from it instead of her just floating in space and her staying alive mm-hmm. she's the sole survivor yeah <laughs> and and nobody was like how 
Right, exactly. <laughs> so I just wish it had been more something yeah. a little bit more heroic to it instead you. of being like, eh. Because mm-hmm. that's what Leia is. Leia is a very heroic person. She's always, Nomi has her blaster and she's always running into battle. Mm-hmm. So I feel like having one little heroic scene throughout this movie would have been very but touching. Like, yeah, but you don't feel like that if she were to shield the bridge somehow or do something crazy like that. Do you not feel like that would have overshadowed Luke and Rey, though, as being the primary force users in the story? No, I mean, okay. I feel like... It, obviously, they wanted to throw a hint in there that Leia had the force. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, why do it that way, though? Like, I mean, it, it could have been something smaller. It didn't have to be necessarily like a force shield. It could have been... Mm-hmm her doing like what broom boy did and picking up her cane you know what i'm saying like it didn't have to be anything big yeah it could have been really something small and very minor that we almost didn't really notice Mm. but i just feel like her being the sole survivor on that deck was just really odd yeah to me like that's honestly probably my least favorite scene throughout that movie i agree like literally very bottom that that scene made me very angry the uh the first time i watched it right (laughs) i was like you're seriously killing her this way Oh, wait. No, she's Mary Poppins. That's cool. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and even if they were trying yeah. to do some, like, nearly near-death experience for her, like, just, it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, even, and I know it wasn't that yeah. she wasn't technically gone in, in real life at this point yet, mm-hmm. but to me, and, and maybe it's just because I have some hurt feelings about it now, because she obviously is gone from us, but it, to me, it's just it's very distasteful. Okay. So. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> so, sorry, I have strong feelings about it, y'all. I just I didn't like it at all. Like, yeah, I got gotcha. you. There could have been so many other little mm-hmm. things that could have happened. Almost definitely, yeah. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Stretching, baby. Okay, I'm stretch. It just He's scared not me. Pee up here. He's never okay. peed up here. It just scares me. I know. You don't have to snatch him off. He was stretching. I could tell. Okay. Honestly, I would use my hand. It's like ah. <laughs> Gross. I know. <laughs> okay. no, I probably would chunked him over there with the potty bag, but. Um, all right, so so we'll end it there, and then I'll kind of last thoughts, I guess. So, all right, so I guess we'll go ahead and we'll end it there because we've already got a supersized episode. We now, well, but which we is knew, really cool though, yeah. But we knew this is a very Absolutely. controversial movie, so yeah. we kind of knew that. Um, we really did need to discuss that. I think, yeah, um, it had a lot to talk about and everything, and so I, I think that I'm. Well, let's go ahead. and We'll move into final thoughts. I think. Okay. So so. My final thoughts on it, I'm really excited on what it sets up for episode nine, mm-hmm. um, because I do find it interesting that you almost can make little to no theories on it. <laughs> it just kind of left things the way it left them. Right. Um, and so, I mean, there's, uh, I, I'm I'm glad that we're able to theorize in some way of, okay, well, where is it going? What's, it hap- what's going on and everything? And so, I'm interested to see what happens for nine and uh, how really it ties up all the saga yeah because i mean that's a a big one a lot's hinging on that final skywalker saga movie so it is um what about you i'm very excited um i think what i'm looking forward to the most for the upcoming movie would be the outer rim Mm, um our allies allies in the the outer rim that's something that bothered me too was they were like oh everyone's gotten our our distress signal but nobody's coming (laughs) so but i mean I don't know, maybe that's going to play really big into what's happening in the next movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. And even though that scene really bothers us and there's a lot of, like, character flaws we don't like right now, I mean, I'm sure it's all going to come together in this next movie. Yeah. And it'll all make sense to us. And we'll be like, like I said, oh, okay. Absolutely. So there's a lot of yeah. open-end questions and a lot of, like, theories we can fill and mm-hmm. uh, ways we can go. 
to well, and and with talking this out with you, I feel like I I, I personally feel better about the movie too. See, um, I do too. Yeah, and it, even though I'm not gonna like go because your original rating was a three, I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> was, I'm not gonna let that go. I was kind of joking, honestly. <laughs> you asked me like right in the middle of it before it even gets good, and you're just kind of like. <sighs> Like the only good thing you get is like they take out the dreadnought. Yeah. And then the rest of it's like a little firefly. They're just like following a little yeah. car around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Um but I, I think that I feel better about the movie. I feel like I understand it a little bit more. Um and that there's a little bit more depth to it that I didn't previously have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, just because we were able to talk it out. So I think right. that's cool. Um, which is important because, and then little sidetrack, um, everybody angry on Twitter and all these other social media is like, just talk, guys. Right. Just- <laughs> you don't have to agree. And that's what's cool. Chris and I don't agree on everything. There's some things that she likes on this and I don't and vice versa. Right. Just, just talk. It's exactly. fun to theorize. So Just yeah. talk it out and keep an open mind. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't have to try to prove that you're right. No. In any form fashion, you just, I mean. I mean, are you really right in a Star Wars movie? I mean, true. <laughs> true. So, I mean, just got to stay open to other people's opinions and, mm-hmm. and just kind of talk it out if it bothers you. Because, I, like you said, too, I, I do feel better as mm-hmm. well. Like, I feel like um, I feel like you were able to give me some insight on some things that I and really hadn't thought about. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to Ray. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not so angry with her anymore. <laughs> and I'll quit griping about her stupid face. <laughs> Man. Uh, so she can't sit with us? No, she can't sit with us. <laughs> she wasn't even wearing pink. Did you see that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do want to say that um, October 3rd is on a Wednesday, so we all have to wear pink. Oh, God. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. It was just funny. I saw that today. <laughs> <laughs> so cool so we'll go ahead and we'll end the episode there so guys thank you so much for hanging in there with us and uh listening to our last jedi discussion this actually wraps up our saga rewatch it, which has been a lot of fun it has been um it it really has i've really enjoyed going back and uh rewatching um the star wars movies and mm-hmm. and kind of throwing in a few shows here and there as well to kind definitely, of definitely. play into some of the characters that we see throughout the movie mm-hmm. and and always really like diving into star wars with you um danny because you always can give me some good insight on what you um what your thoughts are on it a lot of times and you can kind of be like oh don't you remember so and so from the da da and then you can give me this like little <laughs> rundown of like who or what this is and i'm like Ah, I'm a wealth of useless knowledge. <laughs> it's not useless to me. <laughs> Thanks, honey. No, <laughs> but no. In and likewise, though, I, it, it's been cool watching it with you because it's like, even though you have seen these before, um, I can always tell when you like all of a sudden it clicks for you, and those are, that's the coolest moments for me. Yeah. And then on top of that, I've learned a lot from you too, so it's been really fun. Um, and guys, thank you so much for. Following along with us and and, and watching uh, all the movies with us and hanging in there with us and everything. Uh, it's been a blast talking with you guys. Um, and we really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. And we're really excited, actually, because, um, you know, this is actually the last episode for this month. Um, and next month, we're actually going to be jumping into October 3rd, which is funny because it's a Wednesday. <laughs> 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 I'm pink. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm done. Um, but um, we actually thought it'd be really cool to um do use october the whole month as like a uh scary stuff in uh in star wars oh absolutely um 
We're so calling the, it our Monster Madness. Yes, we sure are. So we're going to be talking about like the monsters of Star Wars, just really and truly the scarier um, details and episodes um, oh, yes. in Star Wars. And I think it'll be a lot of fun considering, um, you know, things get spooky in oh, yeah. October because of Halloween and all. So you know, We found some really creepy things. We did, and we're so excited to reveal all these things yes. to y'all. And it's some, it may be some things y'all didn't even realize um, either, so... Um, definitely make sure you stick around for the month of October with us because we're really excited about it and uh, we definitely want you, your guys' input and uh, any questions or comments you might have about it. Absolutely. So. Our next week's episode will be Ghosts and Visions. Yes, I'm so We're very excited about it. Um, so for anybody who noticed, we didn't talk about Ray's vision in this one. Um, so we will be talking about it next week in yes. Ghosts and Visions. So definitely tune in, subscribe if you're not already. Um, and if you enjoyed the episode or any episodes prior, um, please rate and review us on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. Um, you leave us a five-star review, we'll happily read it on the on the show. Yeah, um, we sure we really will. really appreciate it. Um, and guys, you can check us out on social media at Kessel Run Weekly. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. And so, Kristen, if you don't have anything else... I'm good. Awesome. So... Guys, we'll see you next week for our Monster Madness. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the Force be with you. Always.